Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we take a look at a particular astrological topic or subject and go a little bit deeper into it. And in today's show, I really wanted to go into five healing intentions for the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces as this is a once-in-a-lifetime energy And it is something that we are being beautifully supported to work with, as well as to fully integrate into ourselves, into our beingness, into our consciousness, and into our energy fields in order to support us going forward. And to do that, there are things about Pisces that we always are releasing Pisces is the 12th and final sign of the zodiac wheel. It is about endings, unraveling, unwinding, letting go, and looking at what you're truly complete with at a soul level that you are ready to dissolve, transmute, simply allow it to move out of your energy so that your energy can then open up and blossom in new ways, in new experiences, and in new areas of growth going forward. And we're going to discuss some ways that you can make the most of this particular cycle, especially throughout April 2022. Now, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is exact on April 12th, 2022 at 23 degrees, 58 minutes of Pisces. So this is very near the end of that 23 degree mark. Then they both will travel together at 24 degrees of Pisces until Jupiter will move on and move ahead. So it is at this 23, 24 degree mark of Pisces in your natal chart that this conjunction is occurring. And not only is it the last sign of the zodiac, but this is in the third deacon of Pisces, which is about going into those higher octaves of Pisces. Now, by comparison, if this conjunction was in the first deacon of Pisces or earlier in the astrological sign, it would have a different energy signature. But here it is, 23, 24 degrees of Pisces, nearly the very end of the whole zodiac wheel, really supporting you in these letting go themes that you can work with intentionally. Now, something that's beautiful to note about the astrological wheel is that it begins with the masculine sign of Aries, and that is the energy of courage, beginnings, going for something new, understanding more of who you are, and understanding too that you're here to create your life. There's a life force that comes in through that Aries energy. And then the energy progresses throughout all 12 astrological signs and ends in Pisces, which is a feminine energy, a feminine energy connected to your intuition, your spiritual growth, understanding all of your energy within your sacred vessel, within the expansiveness of who you are beyond the physical world. Pisces is connected to these divine feminine expressions, especially as we go higher in the Pisces archetype and connect with unconditional love, forgiveness, compassion, 
acceptance, understanding how there's very rarely any perfection in the world. And that in and of itself is quite perfect because it provides the landscape for the lessons, the growth, the healing, the development, all the things we experience on this human ride. So while the astrological wheel begins with that strength and action of Aries, here we're in a interesting energy of completion that's connected to your own divine feminine energies and more of your own essence, more of what you're looking for and needing to allow the forgiveness to come in, the healing to occur, or even to tap into more of your own spiritual growth and intuitive development. Of course, this is going to be different for everyone, and it's always important to understand or trust what is resonating with you. So in your natal chart, you are identifying which house placement you have, 23, 24 degrees of Pisces, as this is where the energies are coming together to release you from something. And this is in fact the first healing intention I'm going to share with you. I'm going to go through these five. Of course, you might have many more. So consider these just a starting point of how to intentionally work with the strong Pisces energy. But again, that Pisces energy wants you to be complete. And because of that, you could feel a freedom from something in yourself, something in your life, something in your world. Again, look at that house placement of where you have 23, 24 degrees of Pisces and look at where you might be freeing yourself from something that previously consumed you, was a big part of your energy. Maybe it felt like you were in servitude to something. This Pisces energy as with every astrological sign, has a full spectrum of energy and the lower energies of Pisces can be around where we feel powerless, where we have a victim complex or unconscious victim energies, where we have self-pity or blame, we feel discouraged, defeated. There can be a lot of emotional energy with Pisces that can overwhelm us. We can feel overwhelmed by certain things, like we're processing a lot, but we don't know what to do with it all. We can feel that we have a lot to carry emotionally, that we don't know what to do. That can be part of that Pisces confusion. There can also be an energy thread of depression. There can be the energy of feeling too sensitive, that everything in the world is too big or too much. The Pisces energy can also look for escapism, can look for places to go that take you out of the responsibilities of the real world when you're looking for an energetic break from that overwhelm. Pisces is also where we can feel lost. We don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. We don't know anything. That's basically where these energies can sit for a while and just feel like, again, that overwhelm, the hopelessness, And then how that can affect you mentally, how that can stir up fears in your mind, fears in your energy, fears in your body. So what we want to do is always progress the energy, move it forward, make sure that you're seeing more of your choices, options, what you can do in this moment, even if it's as simple as meditating, getting quiet, being receptive and hearing the energy or whispers from your soul. 
So it's always important to understand where you are at and to be very honest with yourself, very loving, very accepting of this is what is coming up for me at this time. But ultimately, these higher octave expressions of Pisces wants you to be free, wants you to be released from something, whether that is an emotion or a feeling that you're ready to grow through, or perhaps it's an area of your life that you're ready to shift and change. You want something to move forward. You're ready for something to change or evolve in you because that's what this energy is calling to you to do. So again, part of that progression here is in how you are ready to move it forward, whatever it might be. And again, you're always trusting what feels right for you, but that could be something that really benefits you at this time. Now, keep in mind, both Jupiter and Neptune are the rulers of Pisces. This is supportive energy. This is beneficial, positive Pisces energy that wants you to work with all of your energetic power. The energy signature would be very different if there were other planets here, but both Jupiter and Neptune are the rulers. They're supporting you. They're helping you. There's things to gain here from this energy, and it's looking at what you're willing to open up to and move through that supports you at this time. So perhaps one of your healing intentions might be understanding and looking at where you're ready to free yourself from something that kept you in those lower octaves of Pisces energies. And that is an intention you can hold for yourself and simply be open to it. Part of having an intention is that not only does it bring clarity to where you want to direct the energy, but it's also demonstrating your own willingness. I'm willingness that is very strong at this time and can show you more of your own power, open you up to new choices and move the energy forward. Now, the second healing intention that you may want to hold or work with during this strong cycle is to really integrate more of your God self into this reality, meaning you want to call in and connect with more of your own God essence, your higher self, any energies that are really strong for you that you could feel coming through. I see this as a download. You could even feel this as messages becoming clearer and stronger when your energy is in other realms. For example, when you're sleeping and you're starting to have more vivid dreams or you're understanding more of the messages coming through. Maybe there's things you're connecting to that are really helping you, whether those are the downloads that happen when parts of our brain is shut down, which is what occurs during sleep, also, anything that comes to you through meditation, through your intuition, perhaps you're even feeling this higher self integration coming through your crown chakra, working with your third eye chakra and moving down through your full energy field. And when we intentionally call in this energy, when we demonstrate that willingness and desire to integrate it, we open up to even more messages and understandings. There's things that you'll start to see and feel that could feel brand new, supportive, loving, beneficial. This is where you could start to have downloads of information that you're meant to understand and sit with. New ideas can come in, new dreams, new things that are possible in your life. There can even be the experiences of deja vu, which I've always understood as overlapping timelines, where deja vu 
could be something that you're seeing or feeling that's very familiar, right? That you've already experienced or wow, I feel like I've already seen this before. I've already been through this before. And that could be because on a different timeline, you're connecting to something you're experiencing in what we would call the future. You're sensing what's coming in next. Perhaps you're just feeling like this energy is giving you messages that you're meant to integrate in this timeline while it's also occurring in other timelines. So you could be having some really interesting experiences right now that take you into different places, reveal more of your own intuitive gifts, your own spiritual gifts, show you more of what's possible for you that continues to open you up and expand you. Jupiter in Pisces wants us to expand and grow through these energies, through these higher expressions of Pisces so that you can use your intuition on a daily basis. You can trust it. You know that there's energies here that are supporting you. And keep in mind, these can show up in very small ways. This is something you can play with. You can experiment with it. You can just do little things that support you in trusting your intuition in ways that are just fun for you or give you an understanding of what is coming through. I remember years ago, I was driving on the highway and I was behind a truck that was loaded up with all these painting supplies. He had painting cans, paint brushes, everything loaded up in the back of the truck. And even though he had most stuff secured, I didn't trust it. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be driving behind this vehicle any longer. And it was my intuition telling me to change lanes. Now, that's a very simple message, right? Just change lanes. So I did. I got into the next lane. 30 seconds later, that vehicle spilled those buckets of paint all over the freeway. And understandably, I had a huge exhale. Very glad I trusted my intuition. Keep in mind, it's always easy for your mind to override that. I could have thought, no, it'll be fine. I'll just stay right here. But my intuition was saying, change lanes. So this is where you experiment. You play with it. You do things that maybe your mind doesn't fully grasp or understand, but there's a reason why. We're meant to trust this, and that's part of what we can do throughout the month of April is really look at how well you're trusting your intuition and working with it. And this is part of integrating your higher self, your spiritual growth, your God self, the energetics of this time all into you. So second healing intention might be that you're ready to call in and work with new energies that are beautifully supported during this particular conjunction energy. A third healing intention that may resonate with you is that we're seeing the energies of divine feminine rising within, rising within each of us. And this is happening through heart expansions, openings of our intuition, openings of what we're feeling and allowing those messages to be honored, to be trusted, to be accepted and loved. And of course, there's many ways that divine feminine energy expresses itself. There's many ways that we can work with divine energy themes and archetypes. And this may be something that you're feeling or sensing, that you're opening up to more of your own divine feminine archetypes. Different archetypes exist across multiple cultures, traditions, ancient belief systems, every area 
of our lives, there can be various ways that the divine feminine energies come through. And perhaps that is one of your healing intentions, whether that's to balance your own energy and feel like you have a greater harmony within where you're really allowing that divine feminine energy to open and flourish, or it's just something that you're ready to work with more intentionally. This is a beautiful time to embrace these parts of yourself, whatever that means for you, however that looks for you. And as I'm saying this, I'm actually getting this beautiful image that perhaps some of these divine feminine archetypes are connected to your own previous lifetimes that you had to shut down that expression of yourself or those experiences where maybe there were certain practices or things that you were involved in that were beautiful for your divine feminine energies to reveal themselves, but it wasn't acceptable. It wasn't something that was supported. It wasn't something that was honored in the ways that it needed to be. You could feel drawn to those parts of yourself to give them life now, to give them energy, to accept them and to love them. And so it might be a beautiful time to look at what shows up and what captures your attention. Meaning maybe there is something from an ancient tradition that you've really been drawn to, but you don't know why. And it turns out that it was something connected to your energy in a previous lifetime where you were that divine feminine archetype or you were somehow participating in that energy dynamic, this is where you could have divine feminine energy speaking to you in very unexpected but beautiful ways. This is where you could stay open to which part of your own divine feminine energies are seeking attention, healing, acceptance, compassion. In fact, this could even feel quite emotional. This could feel quite big, like you're drawn to something. And as I'm saying that, I'm getting this beautiful energy around a Celtic priestess and that there's an energy there of perhaps being that Celtic priestess, but she was killed. She was ostracized. She was not allowed to be her beautiful self. And so then you could feel drawn to understanding more about Celtic practices and traditions that activates this part of you even more. And it could feel quite emotional. I mean, you could have in your soul's imprint the energy of her banishment, but now you're intentionally working on healing that, forgiving that, having compassion for it, understanding it was never personal, understanding that it was just about an experience she was moving through during a particular timeline, and now you can give her life. It's a bit like giving it fresh breath or a higher understanding of what her purpose was. So stay open to any of these divine feminine archetypes that are speaking to you, that are looking for your attention in some way, because it could very well be a big portion of your healing, a big part of what you're loving and accepting around your soul's experience, and also a beautiful honoring of your own divine feminine energies rising within during this current timeline. And keep in mind, this is very true for both genders, both sexes. So you can integrate these parts of yourself consciously and intentionally into your energy field. And now I just got a very important intuitive message that this is even 
a very powerful part of the growth process for masculine energies or those who identify as having strong masculine energy, that the more that you're balancing and incorporating these divine feminine energies into your life, the more you're going to trust your intuition and it's going to alleviate any heaviness on the mind, any overthinking, the anxious processing, anything that feels too intense at times, this energy can come in, balance it out, give you a calming influence and help you trust yourself even more. So there's something about this divine feminine energy rising that beautifully supports masculine energy especially divine masculine energy, which is the equal counterpart and helps you to understand more of what you're able to work with in this lifetime. And again, going into that harmony, that synergy, it helps you be more in balance with all of your energy as well. So that is something that we can all continue to trust and stay open to, as well as continue to grow through this expansion of divine feminine archetypes and energy signatures. Now, the fourth healing intention that you can hold for yourself during this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces is to allow soul contracts to close out, to allow the endings to happen for the best and highest good of everyone involved, where if you're feeling this and you're sensing it at a very authentic, genuine level, it means you're ready to move forward or move on from anything that perhaps really grabbed you. It really held a lot of your energy. It was a big, significant thing for you, whether that was one relationship, multiple relationships. This could be relationships in every area of your life even, But these soul contracts are turning over. They are expiring and you could feel that. Maybe you've even been feeling that for a while, that you don't have an energetic resonance with someone. You don't have any desire to interact. You don't want to participate in anything that they're experiencing or what they're going through. Maybe it feels like their energy sometimes it pulls on you, it triggers you, it's almost like it weighs you down even, like it's pulling you down to the bottom of the ocean. Or it could feel like you're just on very different paths now. There isn't that overlap or those connections that were there previously. So soul contracts are ending, dissolving, being transmuted. And I'm actually seeing this as a scroll, like an ancient scroll with the ivory paper and black cursive writing being placed into the ocean and it is dissolving. And of course, in this example, it is not harming the ocean. We are not polluting here, but it's something that is energetically dissolving. I'm seeing the words being erased as if it was written in one of those magic eraser pens where the language that was written on the soul contract is simply being erased, removed, dissolved, and it's no longer needed. It's no longer valid. It has something around it also becoming lighter, where there's a lightening up here around these soul contracts. And this would go back even to that first healing intention of freeing yourself, if that's what you're feeling. There's something around these soul contracts that have taught you what was essential. And now your work, 
your responsibility and your growth is in finding the higher energy to allow it to be complete, meaning you're finding acceptance, you're finding forgiveness, you're tapping into it, you're honoring what developed and was important for you through those soul contracts, what lessons you needed to learn that you were ready to learn, what type of healing came up or what was triggered in you, what it was energetically showing you. But Pisces is the higher perspective and it's asking you to move up to a higher place of accepting what is, full acceptance of what is, how it played out, how it came undone, how people showed up, what was triggered, what you did, how you participated in it. Perhaps it even brought out the worst in you at times. That is a very real thing, especially with people that we hold a lot of karma with, a lot of energetic connections with. Sometimes they just bring out the worst in you so you can see it, so you can see yourself through this lens, shift it, evolve it, and grow it, And that's also how it can potentially benefit you. So granted, there's so many ways these energies can be revealed, but you could hold a healing intention to connect it, the relationship, the experience, whatever, connect it to love, forgiveness, acceptance of what is, and allow that to be how the Pisces energies move through you and help you complete something. Okay, and now I'm getting a message around sharing my own experience with this. There was a very big deal for me around a relationship that was many moons ago. We're talking 15, 20 years ago. There was a very significant relationship and was something that consumed all areas of my life. And when that relationship ended, very abruptly, out of the blue, a total shock to my being, I had never experienced pain like that before. I was in pain for probably two years. Again, this was a long time ago, and the energies on the planet were very different then, right? They were very slower, they were heavier, it was a little bit like walking through mud. And so it took me a long time to move through the ending of that relationship because it affected all areas of my life. And I was thinking, well, it didn't even bring me down to zero. I felt like I was at a negative 20, where if I could get myself back to zero, at least then I would be on strong footing and I could move forward. So it really destroyed and removed so much of my life that I valued and that I thought would grow. And it was powerless. There was not much I could do about it, especially at the time. And as I said, there were a few years there that were very heavy and dark, and I felt like I didn't know what would happen next. But the universe always knows. And the universe always has something else that comes in and comes through. And of course, that was the case. I kept going even while I was doing my healing work. And even though I felt very uncertain, very unsure of where this was going, sometimes all we can do in life is just trust that we're on the right path, even when that path looks very empty and void and doesn't feel good. So it was one of the most painful times in my life. And I felt like, again, I was at negative 20. I wasn't even at zero. I had to get back to zero in order to keep moving forward. And eventually I did. Things picked up. A new life came in and a new life developed and grew. 
but it was certainly messy at times. It wasn't linear. It wasn't a straight process. There were a lot of things that felt like I was on a zigzag path where you take one step forward, two steps back. I'm sure you're very familiar with that as well, that that is all part of a healing journey. And as I did so, I was able to detach. I could see things from a different perspective. I understood why this other individual made the choices he did. I got it. I was like, okay, I can see how this played out the way it did. I can depersonalize it. I can step away from it. I can understand what I needed to see here, as well as claim my own growth and what I was ready to understand about myself. And so many years later, a very similar experience happened to him where he went through a lot of loss. There were a lot of things that were heartbreaking for him that I just picked up on intuitively. I haven't had contact with this person. It's not as if I was even able to know the specifics. I just knew that he was going through a lot of turmoil. And I thought it was quite fascinating because it basically mirrored what I went through when he and I went our different paths, our different directions. But in that span of time, I had done a lot of healing work. And as I said, I detached and could see what I was learning. And I was also willing to claim anything I needed to know and understand for my own best and highest good. So then when he was going through this huge tumultuous period in his life, I was actually in a very balanced place and I was feeling that perhaps I could energetically close out the karma between us or the unhealed energies between us in a loving, compassionate way. And so what I did was I anonymously sent him books because I know the books that he enjoys, the books that he likes. And my intention was perhaps this would help get his mind off of everything that is ending or falling away in his world. And so I anonymously sent those books as my way of saying, we're good. We're good. I'm not upset with you. I don't blame you. I have no harsh energy or feelings towards you. There's nothing about even looking at this as right or wrong because that is judgment programming that we've all experienced. We have it in this lifetime and we've had it in numerous lifetimes around where we evaluate something as good or bad, as right or wrong. But in the higher energies, in these higher Pisces energies, everything is a potential. Everything is for your growth and your development. And ultimately, there's no wrong choice. There's only choices, lessons, opportunities, growth, things we're supposed to understand and see. And then what we do with that is our own free will. What we choose to do with that is how we demonstrate our own mastery, our own levels of consciousness. It's what we do with it and practice it that really defines what we do next, where we go next, what we've healed, what we've moved through. So keep in mind, this is someone who would never suspect that I would give him anything especially after how things ended. But I took it on as part of my own growth to expand my heart and to add in a higher energy frequency into the dynamic to anonymously send these books. And I would bet a million dollars that he would never think 
I would be the one to give him anything. But that's the healing, right? That's when we're at that place of we're good. I'm fine. It's healed. You did nothing wrong. You did the best you could at that time in your life. And that's all any of us can do or even expect of ourselves. And so that was my way of beautifully ending the energetics between us. And that was my way of bringing myself peace. Because there are times when it can be really hard to find that peace, to find that forgiveness, to find that compassionate part of our own hearts. And that's part of a process. That's not something we can rush. And so if you're not there, if you don't feel that, if it's not genuine for you, don't rush it. Don't force it. You're not there yet. It's almost like trying to get yourself further along the road than you really are. We have to honor where we're at in a process. We have to honor what we're moving through, especially if it's a significant relationship or soul contract that was really a big part of your heart and you had to do a lot of healing work around it. There isn't a rush for that. So honoring exactly where you're at is very powerful. But if you have felt like something is unresolved or that you need to perhaps put that finishing touch on it, you know, wrap it up with a bow and really lovingly appreciate it. This could be something that you're feeling coming up in you, especially in April. There could be things that are coming up for you that you just want to energetically close out. So trust whatever that feels like for you. Perhaps it's even writing out a letter to someone that you never send. Perhaps it's sending them energetics from your heart to their heart. Perhaps there's something you do through a visualization in a meditation. What is it that would be good for you that brings you peace, you healing, and you closure that is just good for your understanding of the beauty of it all, especially after a healing process. This also connects to the divine feminine energies where you're rising up in what that means for you, where you could do something differently. You could expand your heart. You could feel like, yes, this is true for me and it's growing me. It's helping me grow. It's helping me expand, step into more of this loving frequency that honors what is, that understands we are all imperfect. We all do things that perhaps unintentionally hurts people or unintentionally creates a lot of energy that we didn't think would happen. I mean, there's so many ways this can play out, but this is where you can define in your own terms how some soul contracts are meant to end, how you can close them out peacefully, beautifully, and demonstrate to yourself your own growth. So there's win-win-wins here in every direction, if that's your intention, if that's something you're feeling called to do. And then this leads me to the fifth healing intention is to really go up higher into that place in yourself that is your soul's frequency, your higher self's message and vibration, the part of you that is calm, peaceful, living in a state of serenity, 
This is a part of your vibration and your frequency. This is what we look to tap into when we meditate, even when we want peaceful sleep. These are the energies that we want to feel and to call forward. And this is a beautiful time to not only practice that, but to look at what parts of yourself you're ready to fully love and embrace as part of your own divinity, as part of your own divinity, as part of your own perfection that maybe you previously judged or you held yourself to a certain standard. You found many ways or many reasons to not like something about yourself. This is a time to really look at what you can see in yourself that is divinely perfect, even though it could appear to be humanly imperfect. Pisces is the energy of transmutation between the human realms into the spiritual realms, where we surrender our human ego and we work with the spiritual energies that love us unconditionally. We surrender our human will to spiritual will. We allow what is to be enough, and that gives us a new level of grace, understanding, and self-acceptance. This is also an energy to apply to your past, former versions of yourself, parts of yourself who had different life experiences, who were in different levels of consciousness, who maybe did things that now makes you cringe. Or now you're like, I would never, ever repeat that again. I would never go back and do that that same way. There's things that we can energetically forgive in ourselves. And that is a very powerful way to work with the energies of April, where you could feel yourself sending that loving kindness, that full, unconditional love back to previous versions of yourself. Of course, you could do that through a visualization practice, a meditation. You could even do this through the practice of Ho'oponopono, where you lovingly accept yourself, you love yourself, forgive yourself, and you say those words, the Ho'oponopono prayer, out loud to yourself or you write them down to yourself, or you do something that really honors your humanness, whatever roads you've been on, whatever choices you've made, we all have that. We all have things that can even be embarrassing, right? When you look back and you see who you were, or the choices you made, or something you said, that is just part of all of this wild ride that we're on. But these are the energies that bring in a softness, an acceptance, An ability to just be okay, knowing that you're not that version of yourself now, you're in a different place in your energy or in your consciousness, you're in a different place with what you perceive, what you connect to, whatever it might be. Always trust yourself, always trust what this feels like for you. But this is, again, something that you could actively and intentionally work with to allow yourself to grow, to fully accept who you are, and to be aware of what you've learned, what has shifted for you, and to celebrate that, to celebrate how you've grown and that that's not who you are anymore or you would handle a situation differently now. To see those situations and experiences as growth lessons 
can also change the narrative where you don't judge yourself harshly or you're not stuck in something in the past that's holding you back or holding you down. You're freeing yourself, as we mentioned, and you're allowing yourself to be exactly who you are in a way that is healing, loving, compassionate, and kind. Again, these are all the higher octaves of Pisces that want you to feel this energy within yourself and to remove any of those human judgments, anything that you are guilt tripping yourself about, anything that is blocking you or limiting you from going forward or continuing to grow. So this can be very personal, of course, and it's also beautiful honesty with yourself, and that alone can be a wonderful gift. Now, there is something else I wanna mention here that is interesting that you could be feeling around these very strong Pisces energies is that we can feel relief that something is over or relief that we're complete with a particular lesson, relief that we've moved past something, we no longer have to do something, etc. But at the same time, that relief can also be embedded with grief, where there can be a sadness about how things played out, a sadness or a grieving around what did not happen, what did not transpire, or a sense of loss. And so that is also a strong energy dynamic here, relief and grief around something, maybe it was an expectation or a dream or something that you wanted, you thought it would go a different direction, you thought it would go a different way. Maybe you didn't think it would end. Maybe you didn't want it to end. Maybe there's something here that is bringing up how you experience endings as a theme in your life. But I just want to say that it's a very real experience to have relief, especially again, if something was holding you down or holding you back, and grief at the same time. And that can be weird. That can feel a bit confusing because on the one hand that relief can feel good and then the grief comes in and can be a surprise but I just want to validate that because I've experienced that too where that can be part of this Pisces messiness where you're feeling a lot at once and it can be difficult to compartmentalize it or to understand it or to know exactly what's going on. And it's like, well, you're experiencing everything or you're just feeling a lot. And some days that grief can feel more dominant and other days the relief can feel like a celebration. So that's part of what April can bring up is this in-between energy where you float back and forth, you feel one thing, and then the next day you feel something different. This, of course, is also that one step forward, two steps back, but that's also part of a healing process is that we go back and forth in these layers, but ultimately we are making progress, especially when you honor all the feelings, all the things that are coming up. That's how you're honoring your own truth. And we are made to feel grief. We are designed to feel sadness. You know, we feel loss. That's all part of the human experience. And it could be a little bit bigger at times during these Pisces influences, but ultimately the energies are moving us forward. 
So keep in mind that again, Jupiter and Neptune are the rulers in Pisces. They want you to move through something this month. They want you to feel that freedom, that release. Yes, it can be messy and convoluted and a little confusing, but it's ultimately right on time. There's something you're ending and clearing out at a soul level that is significant for you, that is where you're designed to intentionally work with your energy, to honor what you're deciding is complete, and to know that it's so perfect, it's spiritually perfect. As we always are in perfect spiritual order, but it's hard for our minds to understand that. So don't stay in your mind too much. Trust what needs to move. Trust what needs to flow. Trust what needs to shift and evolve for you this month. And ultimately know that it's right on time. It's beautifully well-timed to help you move into a next chapter or a new beginning of some sort that you're ready for. And you're not meant to carry stuff forward. And the more that you intentionally work with that, the lighter you feel, the freer you feel, the more evolved you feel, and also the more connected you are to your God self, your higher self, and your own essence in this lifetime. So it is important to be gentle with ourselves wherever you're at, whatever is coming up, but also to know that you have choices here. And the choices that you make for your best and highest good are going to put you on that higher trajectory path that is going to feel in beautiful alignment with where you're going next and how you're growing next. And yes, I will keep touching on this in the Wednesday podcast episodes throughout April. So it's also understandable if you get sick of hearing all these Pisces energies, but it's something that we're meant to work with at this time. And as I said, it's always serving us and always helping us on our current growth paths. April is also the beginning of eclipse season. And that is energy that will be coming in that gets us moving, gets us going in some new directions, especially the Taurus solar eclipse, which is activating more of these new earth energies as well. So we'll be talking about that here as we move further into April. Please remember that you can learn more about eclipses, especially the eclipses of 2022 in my 2022 Soul Growth Astrology program that has multiple webinars that do a deep dive into the big energies of this year and then you apply it to your chart. So you can see what the big energies are for you, where they're working in your chart, what houses, what planets they might be working with, what's coming up for you in eclipse season. All of that is wonderful to have a heads up about. One of the gifts of astrology is that we get a heads up on the themes, potentials, what can come through or transpire. So please check that out. I'll put the link below the podcast because this is a way that you can consciously work with your own energy and understand what you're ready for this year and how to work with it in the most empowering ways. So be sure and check out the coupon code READY so you can get the full program for only 28 bucks. Again, that link will be below the podcast here, and I hope it helps you with the main themes of 2022. So thank you for joining me. It is always a joy to connect with you through this podcast and through the world of astrology. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find all of my current astrology programs as well as online 
business development courses. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube where I do post regularly. Be sure and check out my YouTube playlists that show you more of how to understand your astrology in your natal astrology chart. I will see you back here every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. In the meantime, I wish you a beautiful beginning to April. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you back here soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.